you too had people holding you accountable. I can, I can see them with the knives in their eyes. People holding you accountable, making you go through things you really didn't feel like going through. But you, you became aware of the tests. And the interesting thing is that when we look at these fruit inspectors, they know the seasons in which fruit will grow. They know the science about growing fruit. And they even know the spoilage that can happen to fruit. Spiritually, Jesus is the fruit inspector, not us. We don't come to church looking at other people's fruit, trying to inspect it. I need to get that one out. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Worry about what you're doing. Can I get a witness? First, take the two by four out of your own eye before you try to take the toothpick out of my eye. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and the fact of the matter is that when we look at this spiritual inspection that claim what one claims should be in the same proximity which with one's conviction. James says, if a man says, yeah, one's, yeah, faith should be in the same circumference as one fruit. So when we begin to look at Matthew 21, it is interesting that here we begin to see the connection between one's faith and one's fruit. Faith is professed, fruit is possessed. Yeah. Faith is what one claims, fruit is what one lives under the conviction of. And as we look at this scenario, one of the greatest illustrations of faith and fruit is symbolized in this fig tree, one of 39 parables that Jesus decides to use as a teaching tool for his disciples. And this fig tree is symbolized all through scripture. It's in Hosea, it's in Joel, it's in Jeremiah. Uh, this, this, this image of a fig tree, biblically, listen carefully, biblically symbolizes the nation of Israel. That is, we believe that the nation of Israel has been placed on hold, Romans 10, and is partly blinded of seeing Jesus as the Messiah. When the church is raptured out, a remnant will come to full realization of who he is. Yeah. And, 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 and today, when anyone gets saved, they are not Jew or Gentile. They belong to the church 
because this is the church age. Can I get a witness? So you, got to, you, 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 you have to see this as, listen, the king, Jesus, the kingdom, the sphere which Jesus controls, he's the mess, Messiah, he's the messianic leader of the Jewish people. Can I get a witness? He's head of the church, but he's king of Israel. Yeah. He's what typifies Christ to the church are three B's. He, the church is his body. The church is his bride. The church is his building. Are you getting this? Yeah. And, and, and so when you begin to see Jesus Christ through this, having this relationship with this fig tree, this fig tree, this fig tree, this fig tree. Figs were prominent in those days, uh, large, large tree, 25 feet high, 5 feet wide, it, it, and they, they were plentiful throughout the land, and there was a rich, sweet, delicious taste to figs, ripe figs, figs that were in season. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you've got to be in season for the Lord to get the glory. All right. And, and, and so uh, it's in this context that when we begin to look at these figs, they were instrumental in the healing of King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 20. They were also uh, instrumental. Adam and Eve used the fig leaves to hide when they knew they were naked from God. Remember that? In Genesis 3. And, and, and so, figuratively speaking, when we begin to look at Matthew 21, the context is the rejection of the king. Is, uh, uh, Matthew is all Jewish. It's about Jesus to the Jews. Can I get a witness? And they rejected him as king. And when they rejected him, he opened it up to the Gentiles and said, come all, come all. Come ye all that labor and the heavy laden in the 11th chapter. So the first 10 chapters was Jesus presenting himself to the Jewish nation. When they rejected him in the 11th chapter, he says, all right, fine. Come unto me all ye that labor and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Salvation rest. Take my yoke. Now I'm going to give you sanctification rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am, you know. And, and the scripture goes on. So it's from the 11th chapter on that we start to witness the rejection of Jesus. And, and, and in the 21st chapter, he tells his disciples, go get a colt. And he rides in Jerusalem on a colt. And they lay branches down and say, Hosanna, which means praise the Lord. And then two days later, they say, crucify him. They did not want him as their king. He also went into the temple, cleaned, cleansed the temple twice, turning tables over. And then he goes to Bethany, the, the town of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, his best friends. He sleeps, and he gets up early in the morning and goes into Bethage, which is, amen, the city of, or house of figs. And it is in verse 17, he left them. And went out of the city into Bethany, and he lodged there. And in the morning, 
as he returned into the city, he what? Hungered. Let me, let me, let me stop, stop pause apart. Now we start to see the humanity of Jesus. He gets hungry, he gets tired, he cries, he gets discouraged, just like us. If he, if he didn't, he could not be my great high priest. Because a great high priest has got to relate to the people in which he is their priest. He was in all points tempted just as we are, yet without sin. What a man. 100% God, 100% man. It's the Christmas message. It's when divinity and humanity kissed. Interesting. So Jesus Christ is hungry. Hmm. And, 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 and this, this begins to open up for us this particular parable. First, God enters into, or he enters our fruit bearing, is his approach. Now, when is it that Jesus approaches our lives looking for fruit? Every day. The moment you and I became saved, 55 things happened that are that you didn't hear, you didn't see, you didn't feel. You were saved, you were seated in heavenly places, your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, the Holy Spirit came to live and indwell your heart, you got a new nature, can I get a witness? You got new desires with that new nature? Church ain't gonna say amen to that. And, and, and I know it's progressive in our growth, progressive sanctification, but when the Holy Spirit came to live in you, he came to live in you with the thought in mind to transform you, to change you, amen, amen, to make you transformative to a new way of living. He did not come to live in you. He did not die for you. He did not rise from the dead for you, for you to go back and keep doing what you've been doing. He did not die for you to go back as a dog to his vomit. Can I get a witness? He died to make you a new creature in Christ. Do I have a witness? So, 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 so the Bible says, and he was hungry, and as he approaches this fig tree, my God. This large tree looking for these juicy, sweet figs because he is hungry. And I want to, I want to stop Paul's and Park. I dealt with this this morning about the purposes of God can perplex us in your personal life and in a general sense. I was in the restaurant yesterday talking to this young lady. We were talking and I said, do you not know that God has created everything with not only purpose, but balance? So he created bats and praying mantis and spiders to eat millions and millions of insects. 
So if man starts killing, and when I grew up in Philly, killing and praying mantis was against the law. If man starts killing bats and praying mantis and spiders, we get overrun by insects because God has created a balance. Even the sharks in the ocean, they do man a favor by their existence. Are you getting this? Even when you watch these animal documentaries, it looks, it looks, it looks, it looks terrible to us that a lion or a lioness would take down an innocent animal and just eat them alive. But God is maintaining balance. In the savannah of Africa, it, 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 it doesn't rain for months and, and, and the animals start, the, they start grouping together. They start acting funny because there's no water. And because there's no water, I, because I watch this stuff, they start moving not only in a group, but they start moving in a particular direction looking for water. And, and, and God is controlling all that. Then it starts raining monsoon and all the, all, all the plants that turn brown all of a sudden turn green and they don't have to stay in those large groups and, and it's, just, it's, just, it's just beautiful to see that God has purpose. That's what the psalmist saw my psalm 8. He says, he says, when I look at the, the sun, the moon, and the stars, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou would visit him? When I see the sun and the moon taking shifts, when I see the stars by name twinkling in the sky, when I see the four seasons coming around, never late, there is a supreme being controlling everything. It's not evolution. Can I get a witness? My Bible says in Colossians, because all things are upheld by him. Can I get a witness? And all things were created by him and for him. And the him is Jesus. By him and for him. And without him, nothing that was made was made. Can I get a witness? Don't buy to no ever ain't no evolution. God said, let there be light. And the Bible says there was light. I'm tired of these ignoramuses. They're called educated fools. A fool is one void of understanding. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Can I get a witness? You, you got to understand that the Lord is behind everything. Can I get a witness? The Lord upholds everything. The Lord's got to sign off on everything. Just go home and read the book of Job. Even the devil is under restraint by God. Can I get a witness? You know the devil can't touch you unless Jesus signs off on it. And if he signs off on it, he's signing off on it because he knows he's going to bring you out. He knows that you might go into something, but he's going to bring you out of something. He's signing off on it because weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. He's signing off on it because we know that all things are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? 
Amen. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He doesn't do what we think he ought to do. He doesn't do when we think he ought to do. He doesn't do it how we think he ought to do. He wants us to sit back and just trust him to do it. Can I get a witness? And when you, and when you just trust him to do it, that's faith. Can I get a witness? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you can see it, it's not faith. If you can feel it, it's not faith. If you can think it up, amen. Faith is invisible substance. It's a claim and a conviction. And it's here in this text. The Bible says, and he was hungered. Mm. Now, my problem in life, what generates all my anger are my expectations. Every time I get angry, you can trace it back to an expectation I had that was not fulfilled. I can hear some of y'all, well, don't expect nothing. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. If I'm expecting something and it doesn't happen, I get ticked off. Can I get a witness? If I marry you and I'm expecting to be happy, and I ain't never happy, God got to help me out. If I'm expecting somebody to sing up here, they, amen, they can't sing. I'm, I'm messed up. In other words, you worked up something in me to look for something, and then you let me down. How many of y'all like me? It's all right. Put your hand up there. All right. They're going to get you too. You're just as crazy as a bed. But look at this. I went to counseling for this stuff. He said, look, he says, well, you need to, you got you to you adjust your expectations and even allow failure without you getting angry. I ain't grown to that yet. I'm getting close. <laughs> getting close. But here's the thing. Jesus was hungry. He, he encountered some fruit on this tree. And when you're hungry, your imagination starts taking over. That's why they tell you, never go shopping when you're hungry. Because you will fill the cart up. You, you will fill the cart up. And, and listen, have you ever gone to a grocery store for one thing and left with about 100? Can I get a witness? Once you got in there, you said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God encounters a fruit bearing. He hungered. Mm. Secondly, God has expectations of our fruit bearing, not his approach, his appeals. Look at verse 19. Now hang in there. And when he saw, here it is, a fig tree. In the way. Stop. 
Look at every word. The fig tree was in his path the way he was going. Now he's already hungry. Now, now, now let's take this word hunger. I didn't do the say clock. Do it now. And go back. Don't, don't turn to Matthew 4. When Jesus had been baptized, the father said, this is my beloved son who I'm well pleased. The spirit landed on his shoulder in the form of a dove, and he's the son of God. The whole trinity was there in the Jordan River confirming his baptism. Remember that? And the Bible says immediately he was driven in the wilderness. Remember that? Driven in the wilderness. Who drove him? Holy Spirit. And he was hungry. Watch this one. He hadn't eaten in 40 days, 40 nights. And Satan came and said, since you are the son of God. Your Bible says if. That's ludicrous. It's really sense in the Greek. Since you are the son of God. And I know who you are because I was in glory with you as Lucifer. Since you are the son of God. Listen to this. Command that these stones be turned into bread. Instead of going through a lot of prayer and submission, you are God. Man can't turn bread into stones. I want you, here's what Satan's ploy was. I want you to act independent of God. Use your own powers to produce what you feel you need. That's what he does with us. Are y'all getting this? And Jesus said, get you know, in other words, get lost, Satan. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. First temptation. Satan appealed to his appetite. You know what Satan appeals to us? Appetite. I'm not talking about food. That too. Sexual appetite. Yeah. Pleasurable appetite. Promotional appetite. Satan is always appealing how he can make your situation better. Doesn't he do that? And it's all a lie. It's a shortcut to get somewhere that God didn't want you to go in the first place. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place now. Whatever God wants you to go through, there's purpose in why he wants you to go through it. He will walk with you all the way. He will bring you out of it. He will strengthen you through it. But in this case... The fig tree is in the way. He, listen, he saw a fig tree in the way. He came to it. Look at the expectations and found nothing thereon, but what? Now, hold, 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 hold that point, hold that point, hold that point. Anybody that knows the science of fig trees, figs grow before leaves come. So when Jesus approached this fig tree in the way and only sees leaves, he's left to think that figs are already on a tree. Ah, oh, God. Hmm. So his appetite says, oh, this is going to be great. The leaves here symbolically speak of religion. Religiosity, the outwardness of spirituality. But there's no fruit. What's inside? We can come to church every Sunday, 40 years, 
dress to kill. All your neighbors know you're going to church. Everybody know what church you belong to. Got your pocketbook. The guys got their shoes and ties on, their suits. All that's on the outside. People say, boy, they, they go to church every Sunday. But you full of hell on the inside. Your faith does not match your fruit. You know the most dangerous people in the world are not unsaved people. They're religious church folk. Because they got a form of godliness, but no power. Are y'all getting this? Hang in there with me. I'll let you go. So look what it says in verse 19. And found nothing thereon but leaves. Now, 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 he's hungry. The tree is in the way. He knows the science of how fig trees grow. Figs come before the leaves. He's looking at leaves, but has no figs. So something's wrong with this tree because its growing process is wrong. And we got to be careful very, very careful, although all of us are sinners saved by grace, we all mess up. We got to be careful that our faith and our fruit are not total opposites. I have areas in my life right now that I need to spur up as far as fruit is concerned. Yeah. And when I first got saved, I had faith and had no fruit. None. You grow in grace progressively where the fruit starts catching up with the faith. You become what you claim to be. Do I have a witness? Allah. You know, for years, and I said this before, for years I never would go near Atlantic City because as a pastor, I, I didn't want anybody seeing me in there thinking that I was down there gambling. And you know, I had a lot of pastors, well, they got a lot of nice restaurants down there. I said, I'm sure. I ain't going there. And I went down there. I said, took my family. I'm going to go out and eat. And when I got in there, hey, Pastor God. Hey. Look, hey. I, I watch you on TV, bro. And I just smiled and kept going. I saw workers down there. I understand that's your job. I saw, I saw members down there. I said, what are they doing there? Make sure they tithing at the church. They're giving all the money up there. <laughs> that's your business, not mine. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Green, did you win anything? All right, leave, leave that alone. Leave it alone. So, praise God. I'm only kidding. I ain't see him down there. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. So, and there's nothing wrong with see that. I go down there now and eat. Been to Las Vegas and eat. Fine. Watch a show. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Don't want you to, because you might be going down there tonight, so I don't want to blow your thing. So anyway, 
Jesus, amen, did not, he, he begins to examine the type of fruit and only sees leaves. Interesting, we said this morning, Elijah called down fire on 450 prophets of Baal. Elisha called the she-bear out of the woods to kill little children who called him bald-headed. You call me bald head, I'm going to call up a sheep man. <laughs> now here's Jesus with a lesson to his disciples. Don't miss this. Because the fruit of the spirit. Let me stop, pause apart. Galatians chapter 5, the word spirit is in the singular. The word fruit is in the singular. Meaning there's a nonfold fruit of branches that come out of this particular vine. And, 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 and Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit. So what ought to be manifesting in our lives as we stay in this word or under the word, as we come to church, as we profess faith in Christ? And this is my whole argument. I have nothing against anybody. People want to say they have faith. Oh, I exceed, I receive Jesus Christ. But you're living like a dog. The fruit doesn't match the faith. Hello. Hello. There are some things in my life I just will not do any longer. Because I'm in the faith. I'm possessed. I'm, listen, I am. I, I, I have the Holy Spirit living on the inside. Can I get weak? Yes. Can I fall? Yes. Can I mess up every day? But I can't stay there. You cannot stay in habitual sin and be saved. Y'all ain't got to say amen. Let me look up at this clock. You can't stay there. The Holy Spirit won't allow you to stay there. In fact, you can't even enjoy your sin the way you used to enjoy it. They ain't saying amen to, they ain't saying amen to that. I enjoyed my sin. A hundred grand dad and cream of coke and C-gram seven, seven up. Some of the other powerful, no, no. I enjoyed my stuff. In the world, I didn't get no convicted. I, I didn't get convicted when I was doing my thing. Never got convicted. I never heard a voice. Never heard a voice. Never. Never saw angels when I was doing my thing. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? I sinned from sundown to sunup. And got back up and started sitting all over again. But when I met Jesus, when the man from Galilee saved my sin sick, oh, I was sin sick, sin sick soul, he gave me some power. Can I get a witness? 
You want to hit? No, nah, man, I don't do that no more. No, no. He gave me some power. So this, so this ninefold fruit in Galatians chapter 5, the first one is love. It is a sacrificial Calvary self-denying love. We didn't love this way in the world. You remember the record, what love got to do with it? <laughs> Here's an oldie for you. Will you still love me? tomorrow see the inference was I love you tonight <laughs> but when we wake up I'm a road runner baby can't stay in one place too long oh I can sing this stuff doc. I, this is my era hey can y'all understand what pastor's saying know how to love like Jesus loved till the Lord came in and start breaking down those barriers can I get a witness look love them anyhow love the hell that's in them out love them beyond the way they act that's, that's the love of God can I get a witness and, and child of God, child of God, child of God, he says love, he says joy and attitude of prayer and praise. Nothing changes on the outside, but I got something different on the inside. Hell's breaking out on the outside, but I got joy on the inside. And this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Hmm. The peace of God, that inner calm which results from confidence with the Lord. Yeah. Long-suffering, a patience which refers to the ability to endure injury, inflictions by others, irritations from others, kindness, tenderness, amen, uh, 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 for others without getting back with revenge. Lord, goodness, moral and spiritual excellence, faithfulness, loyalty, and yeah, um, Lord, have mercy, trustworthiness, self-control, restraining my passions and appetites. That one's tough. And then Paul goes on to say, and you have crucified the flesh. It has been, it has been executed. Mm. Paul, Paul, Paul starts homing in. I mean, Jesus starts homing in on this thing about he saw leaves only and said unto it, let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. Now, now, now let's, let's check out what's happening. He was hungry went to something that was supposed to be fruitful, it had, it had a front. It had nothing in it. I always caution the young people, 
be careful in your choice of a mate. Look at the history. Now, you know, we, you know, we talk about the history channel. Because church folk can put on all kind of masks. I'm talking about all kind of masks. You do the history, but here's what you check out. Forget how they feel towards you. Check out how they feel towards Jesus. My love for Jesus is greater than my love for my family. Y'all ain't ain't, ain't getting this. And, And because my love for Jesus is stronger than my love for my family or my love for the church or my love for anybody else, amen, as long as that relationship is intact, then if I'm married to you, you safe. Are y'all getting this? You, you are safe if you know my love for Christ is stronger than it is for you. If my love for you is stronger than Christ, we got problems. Because Jesus is perfect. He ain't never going to mess up. You're going to mess up. I'm preaching up in this place now. And, and, and so Jesus, Jesus, Jesus said nothing's going to grow. And then verse 20, here's my final point. He closed with an exhortation of fruit bearing his approvals to his disciples. And when the disciples saw it, now you haven't heard anything about disciples walking with him, seeing the fig tree. They, they was with him. When his disciples saw it, they marveled saying, how soon is the fig tree with it? away. Then Jesus gives them an exhortation on faith. Let me, let, me, let me deviate one moment, get back to the faith, because John chapter 15 lays out one of the most, one of the strongest assertions of this connection of faith and fruit. First, Jesus uses the last I am, the seventh I am, to authenticate that he's God in John. I am the true vine, meaning there's other vines. There's other religions, there's other cults, there's other isms, there's other doctrines. Jesus said, no, no, I am the true vine. The word true denotes I'm the only vine. Those other vines ain't vines. Can I get a witness? And it's, it's, listen, it's called exclusivity for a Christian. And I'm tired of people with these ecumenical movements. No, no. We can, I can, listen, I can sit next to somebody that's of a faith that I don't agree with. But we can't worship together. Are y'all getting this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we all serve the same guy. He just has different names. You a liar. No, no, no. I serve Jesus. And, and see, the minute you say Jesus, folk got problems. They don't have no problems with God. They don't have no problems with uh, him, the big man upstairs. They ain't got no problem. When you start talking about Jesus, see, Jesus gets demons nervous. Can I get a witness? Jesus, Jesus makes blind men see and lame men walk and dumb men talk. Jesus 
can bring people back from the dead. There's, there's power in the name of Jesus. Don't come talking about no God. And we had a God of pleasure in the world. We had a, come on now, we had a God of look in the world. We had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Jesus. The parts. I am from John 15. You have to turn the true vine, look at the relationship, and you, church, are the branches. He gives a clear picture of faith and fruit. Then he deals with the parts. He, he deals with the parts. Then he deals with the placement. Every branch in me, their preposition in denotes salvation. You cannot be in Christ and go to hell. Can I get a witness? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. You cannot be in Christ and go to hell. You cannot be in Christ. I heard one preacher, God bless him, uh, my heart, one of my mentors, Pastor Dr. Timothy Ruffin from Beulah in Philly, he said, if God sends me to hell, I'll be in hell reminding him of his promises. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Yeah, child of God, child of God, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now, taketh away uh, two pictures, grapevine, they always hang up on fences. Because they can drag in the ground, in the mud. And the person growing the grapevine will pull up the grapevine and tie it so it doesn't drag in the dirt. Some take this word ario in the Greek, take away, as being something that's pulled up from the dirt. So let's take that definition. That's not my definition, but let's take the definition. God is, God is busy pulling us up from the dirt. He's pulling us from the mud. So we'll grow. The other definition take away in John 15 is that he takes away, he burns the works, not the person. 1 Corinthians 3 says, if any man works, burn up, he himself is still saved. Wood, hay, and stubble. So if I'm not producing fruit, when I get to the bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ, all that stuff burns up. And what remains after the judgment of his fiery eyes, the judgment of his word, I get a reward. Lord have mercy. <clears throat> he moves from the parts to the placement to the pruning in John 15. Just, just kind of write these P's down. The only ones that get pruned are the ones that's already producing fruit. If you're not producing fruit, you don't get pruned. Prune is not punishment. Prune is when a good farmer, agricultural person comes along and they see deadness growing with life. And they start removing the deadness so you can have more life. So you can bear more fruit. I'm preaching now. So, so, so the Holy Spirit says, all right, Raymond Gordon, you're bearing fruit, but there's some dead areas of your life. And what I want to do is start pruning this thing 
and the pruning might hurt you. The pruning, yeah, might hold up your blessings. The, the, the pruning might make you pray more. The pruning might bring more problems in your life. But when I get finished with you, you're going to bear more fruit. Much fruit. So when the parts, the placement, the pruning takes place, verse 7 of chapter 15, don't turn, gives me peace and prosperity. Whatever you do, you're going to prosper. You're going to prosper because you've been through the pruning, you've been placed, your parts are operating right, and verse 8 talks about praise. That's all in John 15. My God, can I get a witness? Yeah. So the two, one, one, l- l- listen, the areas of my life that the Lord had to do pruning and more work were areas that were emotionally connected to my old nature. Are y'all getting me? Where's the past? I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. You better hold your mind back. <laughs> Don't come fooling with me. I'm from the streets. Don't come fooling with me. You get something you ain't bargained for. And the first thing I'm going to say is, I ain't your husband. Let's get something straight, baby. Kill that. Got quiet up in here. So the Lord said, no, I don't need that. I need to prune that. So then you sit there with your head down. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise I got Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Then I get like Popeye. I take it all I can stand. I can't stand no more. Doesn't the Lord have to prune us? Prune our tones. Because there's the fruit of your praise. There's the fruit of your giving. There's the fruit I'm preaching now. There's the fruit of your service. We got youth workers that are here every Friday night, all year. Stand, Dan. Stand, Dan, Cleve, Tony, stand, stand. Every Friday night, all year. Give them a hand clap. They don't get a paycheck. Steve, stand up, Steve. All of you, Robin, you and Kevin, stand up. All of youth workers, stand up, stand up. Come on, let's get a little hand clap for them. Every Friday night. Fruit. God didn't forget your ways. God, God didn't forget your labor of love that you've shown towards his name. And see, here's the way this thing works. As I tithe 10%, as I serve, as I commit, amen, God doesn't say too much. Now, me or my kids have a need. And the Lord remembers. What you did in his name. I'm preaching now. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and you, listen, you don't even have to pray long. He said, I'll answer you before you call. Can I get a witness? I'll make sure it's there before you ask. Why? Because you've been faithful. If you've been faithful over a few things, fruit 
I'll make you rule over many. Future. I got to come in. I got to come in. I got to come in. So look at her. Go back to Matthew 21, 21. He gives his disciples a lesson on faith. Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree. See, they were mystified. How could Jesus give words to the fig tree and the fig tree wither away? But also, if you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Now, please. <laughs> Keep all this in context. It's called in English hyperbole. Do y'all know what hyperbole means? Don't go to the Poconos today and stand there talking about move. They're going to move you. That's not what Jesus is talking about. Because I got to say this. I had people in 26 years come to me and say, I, I appreciate the word, but I don't agree with you. You put limitations on God. Limitations how? Well, the Bible says in the name of Jesus, we can raise the dead. I said, hold it, baby. Let's get together tonight at 12 o'clock. Let me get a beach chair. We'll go to a graveyard. And let me sit in the beach chair and watch you get somebody up. And if you get them up, I'll kiss you. I mean, if you get them up, I'll praise the Lord with you. You ain't getting nobody up for no grave. Because the disciples raised the dead. That was for a certain time. Because Paul got bit by a poisonous snake and shook it off. That was for a certain time. Don't be taking this Bible. Yes, somebody said, somebody said, I, I, this is the way I tell the will of God works. He said, I just close my eyes, open the Bible. And the Bible says, and he went out and hung himself. Yeah. Talking about Judas. Then he said, no, that ain't God. Close it up and said, open it up, do ye likewise. God is not telling you to pray that your mate die. And I heard that in counseling too. The Lord put on my heart to just, Lord, take him. What kind of mess is that? What spirit do you have? Leave that one alone. Look what he says. Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, it shall be done. Here's the key, verse 22. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Believing, believing, not instructing God how to do it, when to do it, why to do it, believing. See, believing means, God, I'm giving you something that's in my life, and I'm believing, listen to this, you're not going to give me back what I'm directly asking, you're going to work it out. In your wisdom, you're going to do what's best. I'm preaching now. Why? Because Isaiah said, and the word shall not come back void. That means empty. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Ephrathah, he is the word. He was the word who became flesh. 
He could not return the glory empty. Oh, I'm preaching now. They led him to Calvary. He died. They put him in a grave. He, he was dead. But early on Sunday morning, he got up and he led captivity captive. He went back to glory with a whole line of the redeemed who was sitting in Abraham's bosom. That's why he told the Pharisees, Abraham was glad to see my day. Before Abraham was, I am. Can I get a witness? See, child of God, with faith comes fruit. With faith, no fruit is a false testimony. When you say you know him, somebody ought to measure something that's going on in your life. I know the man from Galilee. And the next word after know is changed. The man from Galilee changed my soul. He changed my mind. He changed my will. He changed my direction. Can I get a witness? When you know him, when you know that you know that you know that you know that you know, you know that he can do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. Hallelujah. And everybody that met Jesus went out a different way. Didn't they go out different? They went out a different way after they met Jesus. Huh? Come see a man that told me all that I ever did is not this the Christ. Once you meet Jesus, he starts to accumulate fruit that matches your faith. And when the two start balancing, you're a powerful witness. Let your light, not your Vaseline, not your Maybelline, let your light so shine that others may see your light and glorify him who is in heaven. It's the fruit. It's the fruit. It's the fruit. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again, just raise your hand. You want to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ. He will bring peace and power into your life. Is there one? He died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Or perhaps you want to join the church on your Christian experience. Is there one? To the left? Come on up. Praise Jesus. Glad to have you. Is there another? Come on, baby. Is there another? Come on, baby. That's good. Is there another in the balcony downstairs? Praise God. Hello. How are you? Is there another? Stand right here, baby. Is there another? All right, everybody be seated. We're going to go directly into the Lord's Supper. If you're not saved, do not partake. Listen to the carefully. Shh, quietly. Shh. Uh-uh, don't reach down yet, baby. Quietly. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, broke it, said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. He also took wine, passed, and said, drink, this is the blood of the New Testament. As often as you do this, as a memorial, you show my death, burial, and resurrection to I come back. This is serious.